Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You're from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome to today's program. It's good to have you with us today. We've got a lot going on today. It's a busy day, so you'll have to kind of sit back and enjoy the programs packed. So uh, we've got we've got people here that you just want to listen to. Do you know it's the Christmas season? Have you been able to figure that out? Your Thanksgiving's over, and all of a sudden you're driving through parts of the shopping area, and it's just busy, busy, busy. It's typically a time of joy and hope, but for many of the families in our community, it's a time of severe stress, hardship, and often can lead to a time of depression and anxiety. 21% of our city live in a daily food and resource insecurity. For the last 41 years, Neighborhood Christian Center has been making a difference in our city by serving those in need, not just in the holiday season, but every day, Neighborhood Christian Center is making a difference. Today, Effie Johnson and Anna Wilcox are here to share with us information about the ministry, Neighborhood Christian Center, and how you can get involved. Also in the second half of the program, with 2019 almost over, It's a time to do some tax planning, and Michael Powell is going to share some good ideas that you do not want to miss, you want to take advantage of, so they might help you lower your tax bill. From our Did You Know files, the Energy Information Administration recently published that the USA, that's us, the USA, this is going to blow your mind, exported more barrels of crude oil and petroleum products in both September and October this year than it imported that's the first time in our nation's oil exports that, that we've exceeded that import. The exports have exceeded imports. That's hard to say, exports exceeding imports, based on the monthly record since 1949. Greg, can you believe that? 1949. Well, that's amazing. That's 70 years. Recently had a, to complete the Census Bureau. So I'm sure you've had to do that. A lot of us have to do that. We're all going through that process. And it's about a 40-minute process. Well, here's some information that they recently published. Did you know that for the 12 months ending June the 30th of the last, this past year, 2019, this past, this year, 9.8% of Americans changed their residence, the lowest percentage of Americans moving over the course of a year based on the annual records that they've maintained also since 1947. That's a, you know, again, that's that's a big deal. And finally, again, here's something for you. 9,271 American retail stores. Now, I want you to think about that. That's American retail stores. That's the U.S. stores have closed year to date through the end of November. That's exceeding an all-time record of over 8,000. It's 8,139 stores closures in 2017. Now, I hate to tell you this, that, that information comes from Corsite Research, but that concerns me. We just, retail stores closing, I know we like to shop online, there's a lot of reason for that, but I'd like to go 
and touch it and see it and look at it before I buy it. That's just me. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but that's where it is. If you have questions for Talk Money, send them to Talk Money at ShoemakerFinancial.com. To find today's program or podcast of the past programs that we've got, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. And be sure to like us on Facebook. Coming up, Effie Johnson and Anna Wilcox from the Neighborhood Christian Center. Not a handout, but a hand up. How can you get involved with the Neighborhood Christian Center? That's what we're going to find out in the first half of the program. In the second half, Michael Powell, he's going to give us some year-end tax tips. Whether you are making a charitable contribution or paying for college, he has some great ideas that you don't want to miss. We are listening to The Voice, KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and this is Talk Money. Podcast of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Neither Securing Financial Services, Inc., nor Shoemaker Financial are affiliated with Effie Johnson, Anna Wilcox, or the Neighborhood Christian Center. The views and opinions expressed are those of Effie Johnson and Anna Wilcox only and have not been presented on behalf of or endorsed by Securing Financial Services, Inc. or Shoemaker Financial. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. I, uh, You know, I love our city, and I just so much appreciate those that have taken the time and the energy and dedicated their lives into our inner city, the part of the city that sometimes, if we're not careful, goes unnoticed and sometimes underserved. And I am privileged to have this personal relationship with this lady because I've known her mom, and we were just talking during the break about how her mom, well, I guess I can't do that yet. I guess (laughs) I can. I I ought to probably talk. We ought to just say, let me get her on the phone and just talk to Miss Ballard. I mean, that's. I think you should do that one day. That would be the next round. That would be the great deal. (laughs) If you just tuned in, it's Joanne Ballard's daughter, Miss Effie Johnson. She is the president and CEO of Neighborhood Christian Center, and also joining her, the communications and development manager, Anna Wilcox. Both of you, welcome to the program. Thanks for having us. All right. Well, you know, guys, I so much appreciate what you do. And again, 41 years. I mean, wow. I, I mean, that's a, that's a, you were a babe. You were not even born. Either. I was born. <laughs> I <know you> Unfortunately. <laughs> I wasn't going to say It's it. all good. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But, I, you know, we, we so much enjoy having you guys on the program because, you know, literally, I do know your mom and, and, and so much appreciated her. She taught me so much years ago in, in some time we had a chance to spend together. And we've talked about that on the program before. But today, I want to focus on what the Neighborhood Christian Center, I said in the monologue, not a handout, but right. a hand up. Hand that up. has been a mission statement. That's been your thought process. That's right. been all. Every time I've ever talked to you, that's kind of what we always talk about. Mm-hmm is it's not just and you guys have the longevity you've seen people from and we said born you've seen people literally that show up as babies and now yes. they're adults right and that's so important so let me give everybody that you're listening the mission statement that I want you to be sure to let you tell us about what this is all about guiding those in need towards stability and sustainability through compassionate Christ-centered ministries and empowerment Programs. That's right. That is a phenomenal mission statement. Tell me about Neighborhood Christian Center. Well, NCC, like you shared, um, started in our hearts and in our home before it moved to a more formal state um, 
um, that you see today. And my parents both came from um, situations of poorness and um, and some in, would say poverty where they needed um, they needed opportunities. And so my mother was um, uh, raised as an orphaned child um, in a home that was filled with love uh, and gave her opportunity that she would not have had otherwise. And then my father was um, three of uh, the third of eight uh, third eldest of eight children and. They, of course, experienced a lot of challenges, a lot of it because it was so many kids, you know, and then living in that time um, was just a very tough time for them. And so uh, he was born in 1937 and couldn't read until he was in the sixth grade. And so it was just a very challenging time. And my grandfather sent them all away to Piney Woods Country Life School, where they um, all became um, educated, um, master's level, doctorate level um, educated. And so uh, when they moved to Memphis, my mother and father went through, my mother went to college as well. And when they moved to Memphis, met each other, married, they began to uh, serve people in need because it was they they understood it from a heart perspective, from an experience perspective, and and that's how um, the uh, the baseline, the basis of what NCC, the foundation of NCC, started through their efforts in the early sixties. So from the Genesis part, it comes from the inside, and right. as it came, then they put it to feet. They, they right. really begin to put the hands on the feet right. and said, "Okay, let's make an impact." That's so right. So for forty-one years, tell me, you've grown from just serving from the where you was from in your heart, heart right. to doing, I mean, numerous ministries, tons of stuff going on through right. NCC. Tell us about. And that. I tell people that we do only three, we serve people in three different areas, which are um, youth, adult, and then compassionate services that is a stabilizing effort we do for people with Meslovian needs. But within those three areas, you have a plethora of need um, because we're dealing with people that are are, are going through social, various different social determinants of health. And what that means is that you might not have all the uh, the adequate resources in a particular area that create stressors on your life. Um, therefore, as, uh, as you shared earlier, um, affects um, your your mental health. It affects how you raise your children. It affects the environment, um, creating other other health um, um, uh, issues. And so, it's a perpetual, um, just over and over again, just uh, residual effect of negativity and things that happen in the community. So what we do is work toward addressing those in those different areas. And those are about 20 different, what we call domains that we begin to assess families in uh, and rate those, those uh, levels of intensity of need so that we can um, know who to address and how to address first and, and set goals toward moving them towards stability. Stability and that holistic program. You have a a program called, it's, it's, you said you formalized your empowerment program. Yes, and that's we talked a little bit about that before. Your holistic home and neighborhood engagement program. That's right. Explain that to her. So the basis of that once again is our how we assess families and individuals through that domain approach called transition to success. We use that evidence based approach to serve families um, whether we're going into their homes and helping to uh, kind of. Uh, review with them what it is that they need them to share with us what they need not us telling them what they need and then going from that point to inviting them into our our service areas uh, where we physically have um, locations uh, in 10 different uh, areas here in the Memphis um, community and then offer health programs, public health services, um, uh, food and clothing services, uh, after school Bible clubs, um, training programs, high set programs that used to be called GED. So all these different areas that are uh, specific uh, 
um, areas that are needed to to make incremental movement toward uh, sustainability. Sustainability, changing a life and changing it from a per, from from coming from one section of the area or maybe right. one part of their life, changing it to a complete different life. Right, and that takes a lot of time yeah, because each one of those areas, uh, for us, you and I, you've raised your family, your children, your nieces and nephews. Over time, you've just innately done that because you know you where, where you want to see them and what you did and what your parents did. Well, when you come from generational poverty, then you don't have that example of a person graduating from high school, going to college. The whole process of even doing that is is foreign to you. And so just working towards surviving every day is what they're good at. That's what I'm good at. I know how to do that. And it's hard every day. So I don't have time to think about things that are better for me, uh, for my future, because I'm trying to live today. As I told you earlier in the program, if you just tuned in, Effie Johnson, President and CEO of Neighborhood Christian Center, and Wilcox, Communications Development Manager, we're going to talk about the, how the impact of our inner city and what NCC, Neighborhood Christian Centers, is doing. And this is so important. 21% of our city live in a daily food and resource insecurity. Now, I think what Effie just said, if you don't know that part of a life or that part of where you come from, then it's it's hard to imagine. But, you know, Effie, I so much appreciate it. 41 years. I like new ministries. Now, don't don't yes, get me so wrong. I appreciate a new important. ministry coming up to serve a need. I also like sustainability that you've been here mm-hmm. and, and your mom and your dad were so critical in doing what they did and you are now continuing that legacy and day in and day out you're having an impact in our city. I want to say thank you. I really do. And I appreciate so much what you do and, and, and I just feel so much a part of you. So lady, just whether you like it or not, that's just it. All right. Now I need to, I need I want to talk specifically. Anna there is a program that's going on as we speak called Compassionate Christmas Basket Program. Yes, sir. All right. Help me out. This is so important. Talk about hundreds of volunteers joined together to assemble. You ready for this? 10,000. <laughs> That's not 1,000. It's 10,000 Christmas food baskets filled with enough food to feed a family for four days. A yes, family sir. of four for four days. Wow, I'm blown away. Tell me about it. Four for four, yes. So this is our 30th year, actually, at NCC to do the Christmas basket program. It started as a really kind of just way to serve the community. Um, A small little Sunday school class got together and just started handing out food. And then it has morphed into this ginormous program where we are now have the capability to hand out 10,000 boxes or baskets uh, to our neighbors in need. So we are so excited to do it again for our 30th year. It will take place on December 14th on a Saturday, and we're going to invite thousands or hundreds of volunteers to come out, help assemble it. It's a really fun community building time for the people who are there. Um, we are so thankful for all the people who help us do it. It's it's so it's so much fun. I mean, I'm so impressed that you bring the community together. Yeah. To put this together. It's really fun. For those people that they know have a need, and you're not just... Again, it's not just quick and easy and done. This is, I know that we do it during the Christmas season, obviously, because right. of what we were talking about, this this poverty level and the right. anxiety and the stress, because you got so much going on. And I mean, face it, you know, I can remember there have been times, and my wife and I, where we didn't have the 
best Christmas. You know, they were right. maybe the business that we were trying to start wasn't doing like you know, and so mm-hmm. there's stress. Yes, but bright reality is this is habitual over a year. This is not something that just ends at December the 31st. It continues, and you guys continue to do that. You have some Christmas parties going on. Tell me about that. We I mean, do. Everybody loves a Christmas party. <laughs> Everyone loves a Christmas party. Yes, we throw multiple Christmas parties for the children involved involved in our programs. We have one tonight. We have one next week. And then our biggest one, which is the Ballard Christmas Party on December 17th. This is so fun. Three groups of children are going to come from three of our Section 8 housing apartment complex sites, and uh, they are going to get to come to our big North Center in uh, North Memphis, and they're going to get to do a little singing competition, a little dancing competition, have a beautiful meal, and then at the end of the evening, they're going to get to walk through a quote-unquote toy store and uh, get to choose a beautiful gift that uh, they have been gifted from us that they may or may not have received uh, during the season. So we're it's Again, one of my most favorite events we get to do. It is so fun to watch the children relax and be children just for that evening. Uh, We have about uh, 200 kids that come to that one. Yes, ma'am. And I don't know if we have all those kids sponsored. So I wanted to take this opportunity to say, I don't think everybody's sponsored. Mm -hmm. All right, so what we we have a need. Let's make sure everybody's listening. Now, if you just tuned in, my guest is Effie Johnson, President and CEO of Neighborhood Christian Center, and Anna Wilcox, Communications and Development Director. If you would want to talk to them let me just give you that telephone number, 901-881-6013. That's 881-6013. You have over 200 kids, and you're not sure totally. I mean, that that's because right. it's coming down to the wire. Right. You, right. You're right. trying to match it all together. That's right. So we need somebody to – did you say – is it a sponsor, or how do you – Yeah, do you, um, Anna has put together a really great program where they, you can sponsor. $10 or more helps us to ensure that we can buy a kid a toy. Uh, and set up the the toy store for them to shop. And so uh, we usually go to places where we can find a gift that's that's retail valued more than that. Right. But um, ten dollars, ten to twelve dollars will help us buy that that toy for that child. And that is so important because I mean I don't know I I mean Christmas for us as a middle class family uh, in Mississippi uh, basically was you know we asked for. Santa Claus to be sure to right. come by and visit. And he did. And he did. <laughs> you know? Now, I would admit that they didn't always bring that big horse I wanted, you know? <laughs> I'd go outside and it wasn't there. I don't know why, you know? But I did. I did a, we just had a backyard. So I don't, maybe, Probably don't need that horse. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes. for these children, this is the time when this may be the only gift. That's they right. The only gift. And sometimes people, and I, I don't want to diminish any person's giving but, you know, a child going to going to get a Dollar Tree gift, I mean, it's appreciated. But children live in America where they see television, they see oh. different things. And so to get a child something of, you know, substance, quality, quality um, it means so much to them. And I've run into kids. I was just at a restaurant recently, and this girl has grown up, and now she is doing great things in, in, in not only Memphis but in California. And she was one of our students. And I know that we would not have ever known that she was going to be what she is today. Mm-hmm. But doing these types of things, you don't know what is inspiring a kid or giving them hope or helping them to hold on. So these are not superficial things that sometimes we can say it's Christmas. It's you know, it's it's about the hope. It's about the tangible, 
you know, um, relationship building that we can utilize these opportunities of giving to help that child hold on to the next semester, hold on to summer. So I just wanted to say that that's very important. 861, excuse me, 881-6013, 881-6013. Now, if, you, if you're watching us on, online and you can see Effie, you can tell <laughs> the, the very bottom line is this lady is, believe me, passionate about <laughs> what she does. And the emotion is there, guiding those in need towards stability and sustainability through compassionate, Christ-centered ministries and empowerment programs neighborhood christian center 8816013 Ballard Christmas party that sounds like a fun time what's going on there well like anna said we have a lot of dancing and singing and and um and eating going on, and it's more like a big Christmas dinner mm-hmm. with entertainment from the kids. Can and anybody listening come to that? Anybody can come and, and visit and, and hang out with us and help serve food um, and, and help kid, people, kids sitting in their chair till it's time. Kind of growl them around. Growl and... and... <laughs> so uh, it's a lot of activity, a lot of children. So, and that's yeah. at the, the Jackson Avenue, Memphis, Tennessee. It's at 785 Jackson yes, Avenue. Sir. Yes. Uh, that's December the 17th from 530 to 830. Now, let me ask you this, ladies, because, I mean, it's it, Christmas, and you talked about this. It, you know, it's kind of this mindset. It's exciting and things. But but what I so much appreciate, and I think I want our, my listeners, I want them to understand this. This is not a show up, do it, and leave. You just right. gave a testimony yeah. of somebody who was one of your kids yes. that has moved from that environment yes. and the sustainability you've That's accomplished. Right. You've right. seen God do some things in this right. person's life. That's critical. I think what I like most about what we're talking about is the fact that you guys have been coming year after year, 30th. Christmas basket That's program. Right. Yes, sir. That's amazing. Consistency is. is important in anyone's life, uh, but especially in people's lives that don't get to see that every day. I know when I go back to high school and I see my, you know, my teacher that was there when I was in high school and she's still there. I'm like, oh, wow, the standard is still there. And so that's the kind of thing I was looking at Anna saying, that was Carrie. She was there, you know, because I want her to know, hey, the person she knows, I saw her. Yeah. So it's important. That's very important. We'll be back in just a second. We're going to talk with these people. One, just a few more minutes. These two ladies are lovely. They're great. They're compassionate about what they do. And I want to find out how you, you can get involved. That's your city. So how can you make a decision this year? You've always talked about it. How can you get involved? That's what we're going to talk about when we come back. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and you're listening to Talk Money. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Neither Securing Financial Services, Inc. nor Shoemaker Financial are affiliated with F.E. Johnson, Anna Wilcox, or the Neighborhood Christian Center. The views and opinions expressed are those of F.E. Johnson and Anna Wilcox only and have not been presented on behalf of or endorsed by Securian Financial Services, Inc. or Shoemaker Financial. Jim Shoemaker and Michael Powell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., member FNIRA SIPC. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. And Michael Powell will join us in just a few minutes. He's a certified financial planner. He's going to give us some ideas how we can take advantage 
of what's going on with the tax laws and how we might be able to lower our tax bill for 2019. But before he gets here, I still have two lovely people in the in the studio with me, and that's uh, Effie Johnson and Anna Wilcox. Anna, I, you know, I, there's so much going on, and I want people to understand that this is our city. We love our city, and you guys have been for 41 years having an impact. By the way, Anna, you were not here when it started, so I just want to let you know you you you're I, not you're not. I you was know. unfortunately not. Yeah, here. no. You're, you're, in fact, you've only you look like 12. So I'm just. Uh, <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> I'm a bit older than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get that, but I, you know, I have to be careful what I say on the air. You know, I do, but I so much appreciate you know what you do. But tell us. What's your needs? Volunteers. That's got to be. I mean, everybody needs people that are willing to put. And and, and Effie said it, putting what her mom and dad did, taking something from their heart. Right. Because everybody's going to tell me they want to be kind. They want to love people. But how do you take it and move it from talking about it to stepping into it and doing it? We have so many opportunities for people to do it, you know, and get involved. So our first one will be next Thursday evening. We have our Compassionate Kids event. We are looking for families, people with children under the age of 12, to come out to the warehouse that we will be assembling baskets and just help us assemble. It's a great way to get you and your whole family involved in a Compassionate Service event. Really kind of set that tone for this season, which can be so consumeristic. Is that a word? I don't know. But just... More so in the giving. It sounded region. good to me. I okay, it sounded good to me, too, but, I mean, I said it. Um, the next one would be... And that, that's a real word. <laughs> that following Saturday is our big basket packing day where we will pack the rest of the 10,000 boxes for any family with children over the age of 12, no children, just you by yourself. Come help us pack. And then our last one being our Ballard Christmas party. We've mentioned it a few times, but we would love some more sponsors for that event. Just $10 or more will help us ensure a beautiful Christmas gift, the full fun evening for the children in our programs. And also come and be involved in it. Help us serve these children, dance, laugh, have a good time with them, and just get to watch them receive hope as a gift along with another cute little And that's Saturday, December the 14th at 7 to 9 or 9 to 11. That's two different times. And that's at 2934 Fleetbrook Drive. Yes, sir. That's our basket packet. Yes. Basket packet. Mm -hmm. And then the Ballard Christmas Party is Tuesday night from 530 to 830, December the 17th. Yes, sir. At 785 Jackson Avenue. If you want to talk to these ladies, 881-6013. That's the the Neighborhood Christian Center, 41 years of having an impact, and that's a legacy. Uh, and you can't, folks, that's so critical. You need to understand that 30 years they've been doing compassionate Christmas baskets, 10,000 Christmas food baskets filled with enough food to feed a family of four for four days. Yes, sir. Thanks, ladies, for being with me this morning. I so much appreciate it. You just bring so much joy. Lady, I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> you know that. I do. And consumeristic is a word. It's an adjective. I just want to make sure you put that out there. I like it. Thanks for being here. 881-6013. If you'd like to call them, be sure to do that. If you want to be a part of the program with them, get involved. Effie Johnson. And if you want to email her, it's effiej at nccLife.com. 
ncclaw.org, or if you want to email Anna, it's A-N-N-A at ncclife.org. It's always a pleasure to have them on the program. Now, joining me, though, in the studio is a certified financial planner. He's smart. I mean, smart. He is going to share some great ideas with us about how to take advantage of lowering our tax bill. Welcome to the program, Michael. Hey, thanks, Jim. You know, I'd pump the brakes a little bit on the smart. You know? <laughs> I hear you. You're just being nice. I, I hear you. Nah, you're smart. You know you're smart. Now, let me let me say this. So much is going on. This whole idea behind tax planning, I mean, face it, uh, we had a tax law change, and we're, to, we're going to do a program a couple of weeks from now about more of the integral parts of that. But one of the biggest things is we were just talking to a charity that obviously is having an impact on our city, and so many people want to give to charities, and you've got some ideas for them. Help us with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you knew, but yesterday was Giving Tuesday. Tuesday, that's for right. For a lot of people, that's a right. lot of different charities. And um, one of the bigger things, besides like cash donations that a lot of people like to do at the end of the year, try to get things out of the way, um, you know, that's a big thing, and we love that. But another thing you can do um, is what's called a required minimum distribution that people that are 70 and a half or older have to do this anyway. So just remember to do that before December 31st. Yeah, yeah that's right. And that's for tax-qualified uh, retirement accounts. Um, instead of actually taking that required minimum distribution, you can actually charitably donate that directly to a charity and get a full the full value of what you donated, but also not have to claim any of the taxes on what you pulled out of your retirement account. So taking your minimum distribution, this is a charitable contribution. I want to make sure everybody understands that you have to make a direct transfer of funds from your IRA custodian, the, the people that your IRS to IRA custodian to the charity. Correct. You not, don't need to touch it at all. Right. It needs to you're, go not, from, you're not reaching and getting exactly. it and then giving it. It's coming directly from your IRA custodian right. to the charity. Correct. All right. And you have to be 70 and a half or older. To do this. You okay. cannot take advantage of it if you're younger than that. Now, that's your required minimum distribution. But Correct. I understand that it's really important for people to know the maximum gift that you can do this is 100000 Correct. Per words, year. Per year. You can't just go out here and say, oh, I'm going to give all of it, you can do up to 100000 which for some people, you know, if they're wanting to say, I want to give all my giving through my IRA for next year, right. I can do that. Exactly. Up. And some people don't know this because a lot of times they will take their RMD like they normally would, withhold some for taxes to pay off, and then they'll take the rest of that cash and donate it to the charity, which this is just a lot more efficient way. That's a first and foremost, that was a great idea. Charitable contribution, we're talking about NCC and other men yesterday being Giving Tuesday. The reality is this is important for people to know. Your required minimum distribution, those of you that are 70 and a half, you have that obligation. It has to be done by December the 31st. And Michael just shared with us that you can actually do it from the from your IRA custodian to the charity direct. You don't touch it. So be sure you know that. But you can do that. If you want to ask Michael more information about it, call him at 757-5757. When we come back, I know that there's some advantages to this. And, Michael, you're going to share with us ways of paying for college. Yes. Ah, I like it. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff for those of you that have that obligation. Stay with us because when we come back, he's going to give us some more tax tips about how to maybe shave that tax liability that you've got for 2019. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Michael Powell is my guest. This 
is Talk Money. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Having become a victim of its own economic success during the war years, the population boom placed great strains on the city's infrastructure. Despite issuing nearly $15 million in new bonds for school buildings, hospitals, sewers, and transportation improvements, the city struggled to keep up with the progress other southern cities were making. Yet the area in which the city was most behind its peers was not in its infrastructure, but in its political system, dominated for many years by Boss Crump. The defeat of the Crump-backed U.S. Senate candidate John Mitchell in 1948 coupled with Crump's opposition to President Truman's civil rights program, signaled the coming end of the one-party system in Memphis and the growing strength and political involvement of African-American Memphians seeking to correct the racial inequality in the city. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. The S&P is an unmanaged index of 500 large-cap stocks. Investors cannot invest in an index. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. All right, we're talking with Michael Powell, certified financial planner. We, he, he's telling us some, giving us some great ideas. And they, this is some research that I know you did through Kiplinger and IRS.gov that you put all this together to help us kind of summarize it, put it in a nice box for us. But these are tax tips that can shave your tax liability for 2019. And I think I would be pretty comfortable in thinking that most everybody here don't particularly want to pay the government. I, I'm not so no. sure how they manage their budget. I could definitely use the money in my budget better than me paying them in their budget. Sure. But, so so tax tips are always important. So paying for college. Now, I, I, I this is phenomenal information. Tell me what you got here. So if you are a parent that is paying for a child's education, and of course, we got Christmas holidays and everything else, so it's just another bill, right? A, a rather particular big bill. It's the second semester of this year. That right, exactly. Good. So if you're going to pay for a tuition bill or some sort of qualifying expense that's due in January, you may want to consider paying for that before December 31st. And the reason being is so you could take advantage, potentially, for the American Opportunity Tax Credit. Now that's new. I mean, that, it is pretty new. I mean, it's been around for a little bit, but of course, you got to seek your tax professional to make sure that it makes sense for you. But overall, let's make sure everybody understands that we're not trying to be accountants here or CPA. No. We're just telling you some ideas. Always seek tax, you know, your tax professional to get this down to the wire if you're going to make it. But we're trying to give you some ideas just to think about it. Correct. And the way it works is that this credit that I'm talking about, it's worth up to a hundred percent of the first $2,000 that you spend on qualifying expenses for t- for education, and then the next 25% on top of that next 2000 which, you know, all in all, it's $2,500. That's the max you could potentially do but for a tax But it's a tax, tax credit. credit. It's a credit, which is different than a tax deduction, and that's a dollar-for-dollar deduction on what you're paying for those taxes. I mean, that's important. People need to know the difference between a tax deduction and a tax credit. When you say credit, it's credit. It is dollar for dollar, as Michael said, dollar for dollar for tax that you would not pay. So now, can you can you help me with this? One dollar for deduction of the federal tax bill. Is it is it 
is there is it subject to any limitations? I mean, is there somebody who says, "Okay, I want to do that," and they find they can't? Or, or what yes, is, okay. there's income limitations, which I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. That's Maybe okay. you that's do. Not no, I don't. I mean, that's I not, know a lot of numbers, but those are the ones I don't. And that's, <laughs> I told you you were smart. I, I know. I, that's that's the thing. Um, there's too many things to memorize. You know that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that's that, why I always seek professional. But your tax professional should know those. They update them every year. Those income limitations are typically fairly high, I guess, for a normal American average anyway. Sure. But you definitely want to consult that because one thing I, people ask me is like, okay, well, does that count for like room and board or transportation? It does not. Okay. Okay. So, so that's tuition. Correct. Tuition. Uh, you know, the cost of attendance, maybe like required fees, maybe like lab fees or books, but not any type of transportation, whether it's or a dorm or, you know, the apartment that okay. may be more expensive than the tuition. Bottom line cases. is you're talking about paying for college, the American Opportunity Tax Credit. Correct. So make yourself put that note down. We've covered two. Obviously, your RMD. If you're going to take your RMD and you want to pay Let's say it's your tithe at a church or your payment to the church or it's one to make a contribution to NCC, the Neighborhood Christian Center that we just had on the air a few minutes ago. If you wanted to do that, you take it directly from your IRA custodian Correct. directly to the charity. You make sure that they are sending the check to them and you don't take it in. You don't take it. Don't cash and you, it. And it's, the whole thing is tax deductible. It can be, yes. Yeah. I mean, it can if be, you're itemizing your deductions, that's, that's, right. that's, the, that's the key of it. Okay. All right. Now, you've got a note here that you said to me, deferring income. I can't imagine people wanting to defer income. Why would I want to wait, wait for my paycheck yeah. for, I want to get for my another paycheck. week? But, but that that sometimes can be important. Yeah, and a lot of times you may see, I don't know if you've met with anybody recently that's looking at retiring at the end of the year, which because a lot of times people do decide to retire at the end of a calendar year. Sometimes they don't allow you to do so. But if you're asking for your last paycheck or if you are getting a bonus of some sort that you usually get at this time of the year, ask your employer if maybe you could defer that check for January 1 or past that because that can... The less income you make in 2019 is the less taxes you pay when you file on April 15th. Especially if you're retiring when your income may be reduced. Exactly. You're going to be in a way lower tax bracket, you know, potentially. You know, things can change. It just depends on what's going on. I know a lot of people try to, you know, pay their, their home taxes. If they've got their house paid for and they've got to pay their tax bill, mm-hmm. uh, I know I do this from a tax standpoint. It's just try to pay my taxes if I can. You know, pay it in the year. Sometimes, you know, if I know that I've got a higher income this year, let me pay as much as I can. Put it as much as I can, like tax, like deferring income, like you're talking about. Right. And for people that are getting ready to retire, I mean, that may be their highest income point. You know, they may be making the most money they ever had in their lives, or they may have sick days that they've accumulated over time. and. They may give that to you on your last paycheck, and that could be the biggest paycheck you've ever gotten. So you don't want that. Defer exactly. It. Defer, defer it. Defer as far as possible. And if not, I mean, you maybe could do some other things like we're talking about here. Michael, one of the biggest issues a lot of people have is this idea behind stocks and, and changes and 
all those things like that. What about if you're looking at your portfolio and you need to diversify the portfolio and your whole your investment portfolio? Are there changes or thoughts that you need to be thinking from a tax planning standpoint? Any tips on that? Absolutely, yes. So if you're looking at your particular portfolio, when we're talking about portfolios, keep in mind we're talking about non-retirement accounts. Non-retirement. Not something locked up in an IRA. Not a tax-deferred vehicle, you know, one of those type of things. But if you're looking at your investments and you have – Maybe a losing position in that account, whether it's a particular or depreciated asset, you could actually sell that before the end of the year, maybe to offset some other particular uh, holdings that may have a gain to wash those out. So just do some planning. Exactly. Go with your advisor, sit down and say, okay, let's talk about some tax planning this year. Don't wait and say, oh, I should have done that. You know, by January the 1st, 2020, you go look back and say, too late. Right. That's- exactly. Because you need to, if you're going to do that and take a loss for 2019, it must be done before December 31st. Well, if you haven't noticed, Michael Powell is my guest. If you'd like to talk with Michael personally, 757-5757. He is smart. Can you, can you, I can tell it. I mean, I know I can, of course, you know, I, that's not too hard for me to figure that out okay <laughs> but thank you michael i want to when we come back after this break i know that, that there's been some volatility recently in the market can i get you to kind of lean in to help us understand how to manage our emotions and the volatility just sure. kind of from your standpoint from your chair when you're working with your clients what would you talk about that's what i wanted to ask you when we get back all right if you just tuned in my guest michael powell if you can reach him all you have to do is make a phone call 757-5757 if you want to ask him about some of these tax tips or even some of the things he's going to talk about in just a few minutes. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and you're listening to Talk Money. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information is not investment advice or a recommendation. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. And now, back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Michael Powell has been doing a great job of giving us some ideas, some tips on how to slim our tax bill for 2019. He's done a tremendous amount of research, a lot of it from Kiplinger Magazine and some from IRS.gov. And he's talked about making charitable contributions with your RMD, your required minimum distribution, if you happen to be a listener over 70 and a half and you want to make your 2020 gifts that you want to do for the whole year next year, or you want to catch up what you, or you just feel led to make a gift to Neighborhood Christian Center, all you have to do is use your RMD. And we talked about you take the IRS custodian, you notify them, and they give it directly to the charity. And there's a limit that you can give, and that's $100,000. Also, Michael, you talked about paying for college. You talked about the American Opportunity Tax Credit. Correct. A credit. 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 That's a big deal. We need to make sure everybody understands that. And deferring income. If you're going to get that big bonus in December and you look at your tax, hey, can I move it to next year? Especially if you happen to be retiring. I thought that was tremendous. And then, of course, rebalancing your portfolio. But now, Michael, 
I need to ask you this because I know people are listening and I know people are thinking this. All right, tax tips, great idea, but I got a certified financial planner in the chair. I need to ask you some questions. A lot of volatility. Yes. I mean, reality is the tariff, the president makes a comment that market dropped two days, tremendous to a lot of people. Makes everybody feel a little nervous. From when you're talking with clients, can you give us some insight for the listening audience? Because I know it's important for them to hear from someone who's doing it every day. What do you say to your clients? First off, I tell people to try not to follow the herd so much. You're familiar with the herd mentality term before. It's everybody's doing it. I ought to be doing it, too. My neighbor Bob's doing it. Aunt Susie's doing it. You name it. And, you know, maybe it's because what's hot today could be likely cold tomorrow. And, you know, it's okay to follow the group maybe if you're buying a car or a washing machine. (laughs) Or something. You know, something like that. But, I mean, when we're talking about investing, you are you and I am I, meaning that everybody's situation is totally different. So don't necessarily think that just because so-and-so's doing something or taking some sort of investment seriously, you may not be able to do that just because everybody's different. And typically when we talk about the herd, they tend to gather the most strength right before an investment, you know, goes off the cliff. Yeah, I got you. And the example would be the housing market bubble. Oh, exactly. Good. That's pretty much the only thing that I could think of right off the cuff. Sure. That would be something that, Hey, you know, eventually something like this may erupt. And How you don't do you want avoid to be in that it How do you avoid this? Try to avoid a lot of the media noise because, you know, we watch enough media now to where it's like there's never any good news. Uh, <laughs> and really uh, it, trying to get a lot of eyes glued to the TV screen, at least to know what's going on. But sometimes we panic and have a knee jerk reaction with what we're doing. But you got to stick to the long haul and stick to your time horizon and what the goal is behind what you're doing. I, I think you I like what you said. Stick to the goal. Is there what about you said this kind of the emotional thing? I mean, you get caught, sometimes following the herd is an emotional thing. What do you talk about when you say the emotions? Well, I mean, the psychology of investing has changed over the years, as oh, you probably already know. Yep, it has. And volatility is frightening. We know that. But if we know what our goal is and what what our time horizon is behind that, we don't have to be as emotional. Because as we're drawing paychecks and paying bills and, you know, doing the right things and staying disciplined, a lot of that stuff is just white noise. And we can block that out most of the time. I appreciate you saying that because it seems to me like that emotion is something that is very difficult. How do you control it? I mean, if you say you wipe it out, it's hard. (laughs) Oh, it's a lot easier said than done. A hundred percent. But I mean, you just have to focus on the long term. And I know I've said that a few times now, but it's just all about tomorrow. And really when we look at the news or we see, you know, all the different things going on with volatility, we have got to be aware of where we want to be 10 years from now. And we could lose a lot of things if we decide to make one knee-jerk decision. All right. I, 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 it's just nice to have someone who's dealing with it every day. And if you want to talk to Michael, 757-5757. Michael, you said literally avoid the herd. Yes. You, you said discipline. And then you say emotions, and you use that same term, discipline. It's kind of like know your time horizon. Know what's going on. You have a long, long look, not a day look. Just right. because the market's volatile today, I appreciate what you're saying there. Summarize tax tips, 
planning, you've just done a great job for us this morning. Sure. Number one, if you are having to take a required minimum distribution, do it now before the end of the year because the holidays get crazy and you may forget about it. Whether you're donating to a charity or not, that's important because the IRS will definitely ding you for it, as you probably would know. Uh, The other thing is try to defer your income if you can because that only benefits you the, the year after that. And look into that tax credit. Make sure that that is something that fits you, because it could be. If you're spending the money on it, might as well take try to take advantage of something that they're giving you. Well, the key is, is just seek out the professional help. Yes. You've given us some insight. You've kind of pushed us in the right direction. Thank you so much for being a part of this program. Appreciate it, as always. You did a great job. My guests have been Effie Johnson and Anna Wilcox of the Neighborhood Christian Center. If you'd like to talk to them, their number 881-6013. Or you can email them at effiej, effiej at ncclife.org or anna at ncclife.org. O-R-G. Also, if you have additional questions for Michael Powell and would like to talk with him personally, call him at 757-5757. We hope you've enjoyed today's program. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you have questions for Talk Money, send them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We will get them on the program. And always, we appreciate so much that you've listened. Like us on Facebook. If you'd like to go to a podcast or past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Thank you so much for joining us today this is talk money talk money is produced by greg ratliff guest and content coordination francis fortner production assistant eleanor moskovitz compliance officer tommy armstrong mid-south history moment rebecca brazier and drew johnson we'll see you next week on talk money Jim Shoemaker and Michael Powell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., member FNIRA SIPC. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Money.